Hey, everybody. We're Bob and Audrey, a husband and wife team. And this is our podcast all about relationships. We are marriage and relationship enthusiasts. Believe me, there is a God-given design to thrive in both life and love. And we think that Jesus is amazing and worth following with everything you have. On this podcast, we are putting together the truth and best practices we have learned over our 35 years of marriage, and more specifically, over the past 18 years, where we have spent our lives helping people love their relationships. After getting through our own family crisis, we became passionate about rescuing and mentoring others. We have authored numerous books and developed on-demand courses that can be found on our website, lovemarriedlife.com. And with all that said, let's dive into the episode for this week. It's us, Bob and Audrey. Welcome to another episode. Today, Audrey, I'm looking forward to the topic. I, I'm I have a lot of hope. If I know that's a word that I use a lot. You use excited, <laughs> I use hope. You know what? I like both those words. Okay. I think if we're gonna have favorite words, but we I think those help are good ones. You where you feel as though the past keeps popping up. Yes. What do we do? Because you're looking for traction. Yeah. You really want to begin to move forward. But it feels as though the past keeps presenting itself. So I hope, I really do. I yeah. really <laughs> hope that today uh, it'll be a real good step forward. And for I'm you. excited about there you, you experiencing God on new levels because there's always <laughs> new levels of really not just knowing about God, uh-huh. but experiencing Him. Yes. And you know, the last few episodes, we've been talking about deserve ability and really depending on God. Last week, we even talked about having those conversations with God, mm-hmm. but it's hard to concentrate in your conversation with God when there are overwhelming worries or concerns swimming around in your thoughts mm-hmm. and the pop. The pop keeps, the past keeps, <laughs> the, pop, the, past, the pop keeps passing up. <laughs> it does. It does. But we can really be directive with these things that keep popping up yeah. and we can identify exactly what they are and then give them to God and, you know, cast our cares upon him. Mm. But we're going to go into a little more detail than that as we talk about the past yeah. and the different things that can come up. Yeah. You're looking for that foundation, you know, yeah. that, that secure place. And just a little bit of confidence and courage as we move forward. So, I, again, I'm really looking forward to today's episode because just remember this. Your relationships can never exceed your personal wholeness. So today, again, I'm going to take personal responsibility for me. Jesus, you're going to begin to heal my heart. And I, I'm going to begin to experience some real personal wholeness for my life. Yeah, exactly. You know, the other night, Bob, I was awake in the early hours. We all know how that feels sometimes when we're, you know, we should be sleeping. It's dark out and we just can't get back to sleep and turn off our our brains. But I was in conversation with the Lord and I kept getting to getting distracted with some concerns I had and with some things in the past that were labeling other people and myself. And finally I remembered, oh yeah, I, you know, you can't change what you don't notice. Thoughts actually are like trains. Like we thought, call them, you know, I had a train of thought. Mm. One thought can lead to another thought, to another thought. And there's a, there's an entire box car, cars, many of them. As long as you want to follow those trains of thought, you can, you, you'll stay on that train. Just today, someone said, how do I get off of having judgy thoughts? And I said, well, first of all, once you're on judgy thoughts, you can have them for it for an hour. 
You can, <laughs> that train can keep going. So you've got to hop, you know, first of all, notice that you're on that train and then hop off and go onto a totally different train of thought for at least 19 seconds. And she said, really? I said, yeah, it's almost like a proven psychological you know, phenomenon. But if you start on one good train and just think of a great memory you've had with something, somebody or um, something you love. Um, today, I didn't tell you this, Bob, but Janelle, our daughter said she was, you know, she was, she was got on a wrong train for two seconds and she went, no, 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 I'm not going to go on this train. <laughs> and her, her husband, Daniel's coffee was dripping. So she goes, mom, I went and started listening to the drip of the coffee and started having the most decided what was the best memory I've ever had of the smell of coffee. And she remembered being in Amsterdam with us. And she was, she was remembering this entire moment and she could start to feel the joy and the peace and just the love for her mom and dad. And that thought turned into another thought. And all of a sudden she was on a whole new train, a whole new new train. (laughs) And she said, and all of a sudden everything started lining up in her day because she changed trains. Right. So th- that was actually a little bit of a, <laughs> mm-hmm. a thought train that I went on just now. Yeah. But, you know, I was in, as I said, I was in bed at night and I thought to myself, I can smile knowing that when I give God my concerns, he actually does care about me. And it was like, I saw him with a to-do list and he says, Audrey, let me take that one and I'll take care of this. I was like, thank you. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking about that, that I can trust God with what concerns me. So when our past keeps popping up, that are usually, you know, included with that sometimes our worry and all kinds of other things, we really can, you know, cast mm-hmm. our cares upon God because he really does care for us. Mm-hmm. I hope, I, I, I agree, Audrey, thank you. But I really hope sometime our listeners are able to meet Janelle and Dan. Because <laughs> yeah. it seems like they keep popping up on every episode. <laughs> It's like, don't you guys have any other illustrations? Yes. You know, well, well, yes, we do. We do. <laughs> but, but we want to kind of But keep these them ones private. are very dear to us. <laughs> yes. And, you know, just simply being very proud parents. Yeah. You know, when you see people, mm-hmm. you know, when you see people, when you see your kids yeah. really connecting just to the love of God. Just applying these principles to the life, Pri- applying principles to life and really yeah. experiencing God. Well, we're in the heat of summer. Yeah. At the recording of this podcast, it's July in Arizona. So we're in triple <laughs> digits every day yeah. and we're really enjoying it. Um, and as for me, it's again, the beginning of the second half of the year. Mm-hmm. And I'm just really all this year, you know, again, trying to live with more intention, but trying to get my health back, yeah, take off those few extra pounds and exercise a little bit more. And, you know, that's just my journey this month. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, you know, but... <laughs> Now you know. So um, I'm a I'm an Apple Watch kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And so I have uh, some friends and family that I've brought together. And what we've done is we've created a very simple challenge and just encouraging each other. So if, if you're not an Apple Watch person, this story may not connect. But there are three rings that you can close every day. You need to stand at least 12 times throughout the day, one per hour. Mm -hmm. So that's 12, you know, it just keep standing, keep moving. Another one is an exercise goal, you know, 30 minutes a day, get your heart rate up and, you know, um, let it maintain there. Great goal to have. And then another one is activity. And you set your calories that you want to burn through walking and so forth. Okay. So that's the Apple watch. Now, 
<laughs> I these this for me is motivation. For yes. Audrey, it's torture. <laughs> Don't involve me. I'm like, don't, don't you want to do this? No. This is awesome. No. And she's I, like, not no. even close. Yeah, I don't want to, need to regulate how many okay. rings I'm closing. Bob, while you so, were talking, yes. I was thinking about how the past keeps popping up. The past things I've eaten are popping out. <laughs> <laughs> Mine have bloomed. So anyway, we can deal with we're that. We're dealing with it. We can deal with that. Yeah, All right, yeah. Now, so uh, I have, you know, friends and family that are with me on this. And I, I said, hey, let's just take this journey together yeah. and uh, let's encourage one another. Mm-hmm. And so, so I, every day, so there's a group month. of us. Yeah. And so we started, you know, back in June, just preparing ourselves because we're going to close all of our circles every day for the month of July. And so we're off to a good start. It's interesting how you begin to hear from different people. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. You know, my schedule this and my schedule, you know, and it's just like, no, no, we're not making excuses here. And there's no judgment. Right. No disqualification. Yeah, No one could ever be disqualified. Okay. We're all involved here and we just want to encourage one another. So so I Mm -hmm. try to do different things uh, each week that would encourage each of us and encourage me. So this week, it's all coming to this. These are people that I really care about. And I'm finding how wonderful it is, is that I'm thinking more about them throughout the day. So I'm just simply loving on them, praying for them. Your nephew, your brother, your them. kids. Yeah. You know, I'm just more mindful. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. I know that they're also more mindful of me. And it just feels good to have others out there, you know, hey, they're caring about me. So after my morning workout the other day, I came home and I sat in the chair and and I just began to smile at my day. And then I went the next step and I began to smile at every one of the participants. And I just took a moment as I visited them in my secret place to tap them on the shoulder, have them turn and look at me. I would maybe meet with uh, another one as they're at their desk working. Uh, It might be a a mom caring for a child. But what I did is I just, I met with them and I looked, you know, just looked them in the face and we connected eye to eye and I just smiled. And I just began to smile at their life and at their journey and and I just just expressed love. I'm telling you, I sat in my chair and just wept just because of the love of God that I know that I was just, you know, sharing with them. And so that has been something that I have been doing purposefully every single day since is just making sure I'm, you know, I, I smile at you, Audrey. I smile Thank at the you. kids. Yeah. You know, I smile at the day. Today, I went through the different organs of my body. I, I purpose, I, I began to smile at my heart, you know, mm. in every chamber of my heart, you know, as it received and sent blood through my body, I just began to smile. And, uh, and as you do, I begin to recognize, you know what? The smile of God is on my life. Yeah. And he smiles at me. And we can smile at one another. And they say um, a, a, a smile is contagious yeah. and could stretch around the world. So anyhow, that was my simple uh, encouragement of, with, of living life of intention. 
And would you share a smile? Right. I really, I really want to validate you, Bob, that that is extremely powerful. It's and very powerful. I walked into the room and, and Bob was sitting and, and, you know, getting kind of weepy. And I walked in, I said, <laughs> I said, are you okay? I'm all right. And he goes, yeah, I just had a really beautiful experience yeah. with my nephew, my brother, my children, like all, there's just about yeah. five of you kind of relatives there. And, and the thing is, is that I, you know, you could really enjoy them without actually yes. physically Yes. Calling them or it connects or, my heart. It connects your heart with their, their heart. heart. And I think mm-hmm. that that's very profound. And that's what I want to validate you, you with is because right. your heart doesn't know the difference whether you were actually with them sure. or whether you were having a visual experience that you were creating right. of being with right. them. And, and just think of it in your relationships as you choose to smile at others. Mm-hmm. They, they, Things may not be going well, but I'm going to make a choice and I, and I want to smile at you. Mm-hmm. I know that there's at least three things, you know, that I can really appreciate and smile by. All of a sudden you have totally prepared your heart for the mm-hmm. next time you come together. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to get together with this whole gang because we're just going to be in tears and loving on each other, even yeah. though, because we don't see each other that often, right? but we're mindful of one another. We're supporting one another. So again, um, today we're moving to a place where I don't want my past to limit yeah. my future. Mm-hmm. Audrey, you and I are so privileged, you know, that people would be able to sit with us and trust us yes. with their lives mm-hmm. and their life story and some of their deepest hurts and pain. Mm-hmm. And what we really want to do is move them to that place of real freedom. Yes. You know, where no longer the past, you know, is projecting or, you know, Repeating showing itself, up and popping limiting. itself up. Yes. Exactly. I had a conversation recently with a gentleman and he has just been an absolute joy. Hmm. I would describe him this way. He has a very colorful past. <laughs> okay. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Just a very colorful past. Yes. And he has just come to us. He has loved the podcast. He says he listens to them, you know, all the time. He even used words. He says, you'll never know. He says, you and Audrey have saved my life. Wow. And he is the most gentle uh, individual. It's it's a miracle. I mean, it's just beautiful just being able to be with him. Mm-hmm. So we've spent a, a, a little bit of time with each other. And so today we were talking, I said, is there anything that you would like to discuss or mm-hmm. accomplish in, mm-hmm. in our time together? And he's a little bit puzzled. And I said, well, is there anything in your past, you know, that continues to show up in your present? Is there a destructive cycle that's going on? And we just kind of took a, a moment like that. And he sat and paused and really pondered. And I'm like, with a colorful past like yours, I, I just opened a can of worms. Yeah. You know, and I like, I don't have, we don't have that much time. Right. But, but I was, you know, there's just so much love that we're sharing with each other. And he sat there and he pondered and he pondered and he says, nope. Wow. And I'm like, good. Good. I said, stop right there. Yeah. Then we go, we go looking Let's go no m- more. Nope. If there's Done. nothing that came to your heart or your nothing. head. Nothing. We're moving forward. I know things about yep. you. I could go digging. We We're not don't digging. go no. digging. No. I said, great. So then what do you want? You know, what could I help you with? And he says, I just want to love God. 
Wow. He says, I just want to get closer to God. Anyhow, so we had an awesome time together, and I just really helped him uh, develop his secret place and experiencing the love of God. But again, I this is where for him, the past isn't popping up. Yeah. And now there's a place of For the person growth. that you would think that it would because of the past. Like when you say colorful, there could be a lot of reasons yeah. that the past could pop up. Right. But he's just not going there. But he's so full of hope. Yeah. You know, and it, this hope isn't just for positive people. But I'm with him and I'm like, this guy is so positive. He's so happy for life. He's been so rescued. It's incredible. Yes. And he's just enjoying life. You know, what a privilege to be yes. with him. But hope isn't for just the privileged, Mm -hmm. you know, or for people like you, you know, where it's effortless. No, hope is for those who choose to process life differently. Now, you've heard me say that repeatedly, but this is the invitation that we're moving towards today is where I want you to be so free from the past that you have this extreme hope. Because when you have hope, you aren't easily offended. Right. And you're not hurt and you don't feel rejected. Right. You're able to be in that place of prayer and smile at your day. Right. And smile at the people that are in your life. Mm -hmm. Because if you're feeling tired and overwhelmed in your relationships, it's simply because there is a deficiency of hope. Because hope is the best way for you to begin to rehearse the future and freedom and joy that you have in Jesus. Yeah, that's a lot of hope. I'm hearing a lot of it, Bob. This is good. This is good stuff. And then there are others that we meet Mm -hmm. where their past is presenting itself and popping up, you know, in their future. And some really struggle with the guilt and the shame and even humiliation of the past that it begins to limit their life years and even decades later. Yeah, even if it happened years and years ago, um, some people can feel like there's still just a constant disappointment because there's never been resolve made to that time when they were publicly humiliated or when they were in a church situation where they were, you know, you know, really scandalized, you know, and, and that's really sad because it misrepresents how God feels about them and his embrace and his nurturing when he wants to love us back to life after Mm -hmm. a hurtful time. But if you've experienced, you know, um, people not judging you and not loving you through that time, that can pop up where you just still feel like that constant disappointment to yourself and to others, to your parents, Mm -hmm. it can even still be. And you even feel alienated. So anything you know, I'll using air quotes here, church related. Yeah. You don't want to be a part of it because that's where you've experienced so much pain rather than healing. And what happens is it's kind of what you could call like approval thinking, like making other people's opinions too important. Mm. So if you ever get stuck in this and kind of out of sorts, someone has treated you wrong and you're, and you're really saying what that person says about me is more important than what I'm saying about myself and what God is saying about me. Right. So yeah, that those people, they have an opinion and they're entitled to their opinion, even if it's about you. But if it doesn't validate who you are and who God says you are, you haven't, you you get to choose who you are. If they find fault with you or disagree or unhappy with you, that's their right. But that doesn't say something about you. Mm. 
Like that's not, that's when you have the choice that you don't have to agree with everyone's opinions. Yeah. And not everyone has to be like me mm-hmm. to be like, you, you, you just have to allow God to really be the person who has the opinion yeah. that you're going to agree with. Yeah. This is how God feels about me. And, you know, earlier you were saying that you were smiling at people. The other thing you can do is put yourself when you were in a very shameful moment or a a moment where you were not covered and you were publicly ridiculed or something. Mm. And I do this with many people that I just say, put you, you know, bring all the details of that moment. And just as you're closing your eyes and you're back in that room or back in that place, just as you close your eyes, just thank God that he can time travel, even though you can't, because he's eternal. He's not stuck to time and place, time and space. And you can just say, Jesus, where are you with me? How are you covering me? And just like you smile at people today, Bob, you can experience in your heart, in your secret place, you can experience Jesus coming into that moment and covering you, defending you. Uh, shielding you, um, whatever it is, yeah. where he's showing compassion and care, and um, he's he's taking over that moment, and he's rescuing you in that moment, and saying, "There's no way that your heart is going to get damaged through this. I'm going to mm. protect you because I'm the one who gets to say mm. who you are." And this is so practical. Of mm-hmm. I want to experience the healing of a broken heart. Yeah. Because we have a choice. Like when someone doesn't approve of what you've done and they're offended, Mm -hmm. you can process and say, I'm not going to seek approval in this. I'm going to seek truth because I won't always have everyone's approval, but I will, I will accept everyone else as they are, but I'm going to accept myself Mm -hmm. as I am. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to accept myself for who I am. Because Mm -hmm. when we love ourselves, Bob, and even in these moments where we've had with the past shows up, when we love ourselves, we are being such a blessing to the people around us. Because when we become, you know, um, rejecting of ourselves, when we reject ourselves for what we've done in the past, and we disapprove of ourselves, it actually makes us selfish because we become a burden to the people around us because then all of a sudden we don't like ourselves anymore. So now I'm the, you know, the person who dislikes himself is the biggest burden because they're never happy and they don't know how to make themselves happy and they blame others for not making them happy. And then they bring moods to the group or the, you know, and they don't know how to enjoy their life. And this is burdensome. So rejecting Mm -hmm. yourself is, is really a selfish thing, but it's not, I'm not trying to give you condemnation. I'm saying it's a new day where we can choose to accept ourselves. Mm-hmm. Then you begin to feel like I'm, I'm a problem. Right. I am an outcast. Yes. All of a sudden, all of those words that were spoken about you. Yes. They're alive. They're, they're popping up. Yeah. You know, here in your future. And this is why it's so important to experience the love of God on yes. your worst day, yes. at your lowest moment, because it's information plus an experience that creates a heart exactly. belief. So what we're speaking about here is flipping the lie. Yeah, There's a limiting belief. There's a lie that you've been um, living with far too long, either about yourself about others, and even God. And it's like, okay, I'm going to choose to come into an agreement 
with what my heavenly father says about me to be true. And, mm-hmm. and then I begin to experience that love and I get to be free and no longer can my past pop up, dictate and yeah, pop up that's in right. my future. Right. Because authentic self-acceptance, I'm talking about, I'm accepting myself with my flaws, my weaknesses, all the things, this, this body that I've, I'm in, I'm, I'm a spiritual person having a physical experience. Like we're mm-hmm. eternal people yep. having a physical experience for a moment. I don't know, like this, is, they say a lifetime is like a blink of an eye when it comes to eternity, but I'm having this ex- physical experience. But when I authentically just accept myself um, and just love how, how God loves me, I think it's one of the most important things we can do. Yeah. And listeners, like cherish yourself mm. as the valuable divine gift, peace of God. You, you represent a piece of God, your creator, as you're walking on this earth, you represent a piece of him. You are unique and you're gifted. So, so when you reject yourself or play small or reject compliments or even look for the cheapest thing on the menu or don't buy your stuff or don't buy yourself stuff. Cause you don't think okay. you're worth it. Yeah. I'm not important enough to buy myself flowers. Like don't buy into it. Don't buy into yeah. rejecting yourself. Um, they, they, those people didn't do that to you. You allowed it. You're not, you're not willing to keep accepting self-deprecation. Hmm. We are moving forward and coming to an agreement and it comes by having an experience with Jesus and saying, Jesus, where are you with me? Yeah. And seeing his smile, Bob, yeah. you talk about smiling at others. I think that's the biggest moment I've ever had in my secret place Yeah, is when I saw him, I was yeah. standing in a meadow and it was the first time. Yeah. I say, where are you, Jesus? And he was smiling at me, mm-hmm. and that changed everything. Mm-hmm. That one smile, oh, yeah. I might have things to hate about myself and reject myself, but Jesus, you smile, yeah. and that just changes absolutely everything. Yeah, it really does. It does. Yeah. What is a smile? My goodness. Well, us being new grandparents. Yeah. You look at this beautiful baby, right? Yeah, yeah. This precious innocent little baby. Yeah. And what are you trying to get it to do? Smile. <laughs> smile at me. <laughs> I, get, I get more smiles. Yeah, you do. Oh, 100%. But, but I mean, that's what you want because a smile yeah. means everything. Yeah. There's so much pleasure yes. uh, in a smile. Mm-hmm. Uh, they love me, you know, yeah. they, they see me. So um, experiencing the smile of God on your life yeah. is so very, very real. Um, when I, the past I, I pops always, up, I, when the past pops up, just say, what is it going to take for me to smile here? Yeah. Like how, how deep am I going to yeah. have to go with experiencing Jesus yeah. to love me here so that I don't have to, it doesn't have to have power over me anymore. Yeah. I always want to be very careful with what we share on the podcast. I don't ever want our listeners to think, oh man, I, I don't want, you know, I don't want me. I don't to, want them talked about me. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this, this beautiful moment that I shared with an individual and he was in his, his secret place and laying in the grass. Yeah. And he says, and Jesus was laying there with me. And I just simply asked the simple question, and what would be his expression or what would he be saying to you? Yeah. He says, nothing. We're just smiling with oh. each other. Oh. It was just so wow. beautiful. And wow. he says, all I want to do is stand up and hug. And oh. so I said, do it. Yeah, yes. So anyway, this is where an experience with the extravagance of his love yes. transforms, changes, 
everything. everything. It changes everything. Okay. Yes. I want to go to a third one and then okay. we're going to kind of walk through a map of things mm-hmm. because what we really want to do is help you to have a sweet and simple life. Yeah. Experience <laughs> a sweet and, and simple, simple life. life. And so there's another one where the past doesn't offer security. Oh, interesting. So they've experienced pain in the past. Yeah. Okay, there's been uh, a, a disappointment, a hurt, trauma, a, a trauma, a mm-hmm. betrayal, whatever it might be. But all of a sudden, we're trying to rectify and, and bring heal reason. the past mm-hmm. and bring enough understanding so that I have enough resolve. security and yes. resolve yes. so that going I can move forward, forward. Yes. and that is a place where a lot of people get stuck. Very stuck because you're hoping that maybe you'll all of a sudden understand enough of why, when, how yeah. that happened that um, all of a sudden you can move forward. But it is absolutely your choice of when you want to yeah. move forward. And especially in a relationship, mm-hmm. typically we find it's one in the couple, you know, that might have that personality type more in that way where they feel the need to rummage through the past mm-hmm. and make over sure and over yeah, and overturn over and every over rock again. and yes. get an answer and the why and on mm-hmm. and on. And I would say in our relationship, Audrey, it was mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And I was really looking for that security, yes. you know, or the confidence that we can go forward knowing this would never, ever, ever happen again. So if I ask and enough looking, questions or if I bring it yeah, up enough, maybe it'll looking, be done. not just even to the past, but even for you yeah, to, prove to offer it. Yes. to me that, that amount of security. Yes. Well, you could never. It'll never be it enough. It would never happen. I would never be able to satisfy. Right. Your need to make it enough. And it, it becomes enough. exhausting. It was yes. exhausting for you. Yes. And I was putting myself in torment. I was really thankful, Bob, on that day when it was Lois, the one that was helping us. And she said, Audrey, you've got to stop punishing Audrey. Yeah, yeah Bob, I had I, to. I, yeah, I had to I'm stop sorry, punishing. Bob, you've yeah. got to start stop punishing Audrey. And, and he, you said, I'm not punishing her. Mm-hmm. And he, she said, every time oh, yes. you... Yes, no, she didn't. Oh, yeah. My story, let <laughs> okay, me tell you. Okay, her. okay, okay. <laughs> she said, oh, yes, you are. <laughs> I knew I was in trouble. <laughs> oh, my gosh, but, I'll never but, forget but I that day. clarity for this. Yes. And it's like, how am I? Because I felt as though I was justified in all my actions and yeah. I was doing everything right, mm-hmm. keeping my family together. But here was the thing. I was the one that was determining. I was controlling mm-hmm. when I would be kind, when I would be loving, and when I would allow the past to pop, pop, up. Its, to yeah. pop up. And now the mood changes and I begin to punish again. Right. Because you, it, as soon as you bring up the topic... We need to talk about the past some more. Well, that's really punishment. After after a season of time, there is a season, you know, to to work through the mud. But today we're talking about the season where uh, it needs to be over. It needs to be over. It's time. Yes. And I was so thankful, Bob, that when she said that you didn't bring it up, you might have had moods, but you didn't, you know, actually say the words, Audrey, we need to talk some right, more. Right. We need but, to talk more. But we're moving towards sweet and simple today. Yes. Yes, we it's, are. It's not just... 
you know, the survival mechanism, you know, that you you work through. But I actually wanted to be free. So let's talk about that pathway Mm -hmm. to the sweet and simple life. I like it. And it starts with the opposite of selfishness, Uh which is being satisfied. If you've been a longtime listener, you've heard this before. Yes. And being satisfied is everything. Everything. It is the most loving thing you can be do for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. And it's not satisfied because you have it all together and because you have everything you've always wanted. It's because you've experienced God minute by minute in your secret place. Mm-hmm. And he, the reality of him is more real than even yeah. that chair you're sitting yeah. on. Yeah. He, he really becomes yes. the source of my smile. Yeah. Good one. Yes, he really does. And and again, as I said earlier, now my heart begins to be full of hope for sweet and simple. Yes. And when my heart's full of hope, I'm not easily offended or hurt. And I don't need to keep bringing up and allowing the past to pop itself up in my future. I've got great hope for my future. Yep. And so the pathway starts with being satisfied and then it turns into a result of that, which is just simply being fearless. It's just knowing that, yes, um, there fear can pop up and fear wants to control. But when it does, I immediately just say, nope, like fear has no part of me because perfect love expels fear. And in that fearlessness, I like to think of, of just when the, when the fear comes, just asking God for a new point of view. Mm. I did this recently. Okay, so so we're, we're moving from fearful to fearless. Yes. And when I do, I begin to gain a new, new point sight. of view. A exactly. New, new sight, new point of view. Yes. Okay. I see you through God's eyes. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden I believe believe in the best in you rather than mm-hmm. remembering the worst in you. All of a sudden I can just like when Jesus was feeding the five thousand, he lifted up the bread and the fish and he thanked God and got a whole new he point of view. He regained his sight. He regained his sight. For me, it, it it has always been blind Bartimaeus. Yeah. And Jesus asking, What are you willing for me to do for you? And I know that for my life. I had to be so willing. Lord, I want to see Audrey different. Mm-hmm. You see, I want to see my past different. Mm-hmm. You see, I, 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 don't want, I don't want to be afraid of my past anymore. Right. And so if the past is continuing, continually speaking to you and you've rummaged through it all, you need to go back and remember, no, I was loved here. Yes. You see, I, this is, this is, you see, I'm choosing to come in agreement with what the Lord says and, and remembering, it. you know, how he has loved me on my worst day. Yeah. And then when we're fearless and we get so loved on our worst day, then our thoughts get aligned with that. And our thoughts become thoughts of acceptance. I accept the people around me. I accept mm-hmm. myself a hundred percent acceptance, like a, an acceptance party. It's yeah. like, I'm not going to have judging thoughts about I'm myself. Not there. I'm not going to have judging thoughts about other people. Nope. Have they hurt me? Have they offended me? Have they violated me yeah, sometimes? It Probably. Happened. It was real. Yeah. But I'm just not going to let myself have the judging thought train. Have I'm, I experienced Mercy. Yes. Yes. Have I experienced so much mercy that I'm going to go ahead and overflow with that mercy so that it can pour on to other people? Right. And again, as the children of Israel, they just kind of wandered in a wilderness. And I'm just saying, you know, for you, our listener, 
I think today might be a day yeah. where I'm done wandering. Yeah. We've been around this mountain. Yeah. We, we've, we've, we've had the conversations. Yep. We've forgiven one another. Yeah. We've loved each other. Yeah. You know, through it, you know, on our worst day, we haven't ignored anything. We haven't been looking to being evacuated out, but we have journeyed through and we've been loved. Now, let's go to the other side. Yeah. And so now I'm choosing to direct my thoughts. Yes. You see, now I'm going to be very accepting. There are others. Hey, I'm smiling at my day. I'm smiling at you. I have this choice. And what happens here is that you need to begin to remember this of how powerful your words are, Mm -hmm. you know, life and death, but your words can bring life. And so you and I, I, we are, a hope proclaimers. Yeah. You see, we're the ones that speak hope. And um, in Hebrews 10, it speaks about Jesus being our living hope. And then it says this, it says, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. Experiencing new life and preventing the past from popping up, you know, into our future yeah. is really experiencing the promises of God and recognizing, Lord, you have been faithful yeah, and you will be faithful. Yep. Wow. And then the last one, when the okay, past yes. keeps popping up, the last thing on having that sweet and simple life is to take personal responsibility. You know Yay. what? The past keeps popping up. <laughs> I wonder what Yay. I could do. There is always something that you can do. You may have had an old habit yes. of blaming others, yeah. blaming the devil or circumstances. Yeah, the devil's a big one for mm-hmm. religion. Religion wants to say it was just because of the mm-hmm. devil and the demons and they and got in some, there. some, they even go to the extent of not my fault. Yeah. But I... Personal responsibility. Oh. It will grow you up. There is always something. Remember, there's no such thing as problems. There's always just a lack of understanding. There's something hmm. that you want to understand. Just ask God. Just yeah. say, I will do anything. You know, the Bible's saying, seek and you shall find. If you really want to find the answers, you will. Needing God is a very safe place to be. If you know you need you need God and you're taking personal responsibility, just saying, what can I do here? How can I love? How can I experience you, Jesus, in a place, maybe by laying in the, closing my eyes and seeing myself laying on the grass and just smiling like this guy did and, and just receiving so much mercy that it's just overflowing to all the people around me that I just can't even help myself. Now I can do something. Now I can, even if I don't call them up or text them because the relationship isn't at that place, you can smile at them. In your secret place, just like you did, Bob, we can always have yeah. a chance to even just smile at someone, yeah. envision their face mm-hmm. and just smile at that, yeah. their journey. Yeah. So if you're, if you're feeling as though the past is just popping up mm-hmm. and you're getting a little tired and a little discouraged and feeling a little overwhelmed, recognize this. Wait a minute. I am a person of hope mm-hmm. and I'm going to choose in faith to begin to see the end from the beginning, because this is the best way that you and I can begin to rehearse a future full of freedom and of joy. 
And remember this, because you're a person of hope, therefore you are not exempt or disqualified in any way. Ever. 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 From an amazing I have a really important thing to tell you right now. Yeah, yeah, do it. That you're not a disappointment Hmm. to yourself or to God or to others. You are not a disappointment. You are so accepted by God, so approved and fully loved. You are free from all Mm. judgment. And sometimes just just make the declaration and decide. Cut all the unhealthy attachments to judgment and say, snip, 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 Mm -hmm. snip. Judgment, not interested anymore. I'm walking free of judgment because apparently I'm completely loved and accepted by God. And that's what I'm going to... That's where I'm moving towards that sweet yeah. and simple life. Yeah. And then as husbands and wives, you know, for you and I, Audrey, yeah. we we really began to individually experience the love of God, which transformed us, mm-hmm. you know, radically. But then we came together. Yeah. And we began to choose, okay, Jesus, you're involved in this marriage and yeah. in this relationship. Yes. There's three of us here. Yeah. So we began to experience the love of God together. And we refuse to allow the past to pop up and determine our future. If it ever did, we chose to come into an agreement with truth. What we knew to be true about each other, I choose you and you choose me better together Mm -hmm. than we are apart. Yep. Well, everyone, we love you. We are praying. We're seeing you with Jesus. He's with Mm -hmm. you right there where you are. He's invisible. I get it. He's invisible, but he's with you. He's smiling and you Mm. do get to have a choice. Feel his embrace. You had to get to have a choice Mm. choice of what you you believe, what you feel. You have Mm. a choice about that. And as a man thinketh, so is he. So think about this. Think yeah. about how loved you are. Yeah. And also, I want you to remember how significant and powerful you are in determining the atmosphere in your home. Yeah. Or in the workplace. Or with, you know, those that you're out with. I, I, you can You're bring, that person. Yeah. The, you that are person that person. That actually brings joy, <laughs> celebration. A taste of heaven on earth. I love it. We'll see you next time. All right. Have a wonderful week. Bye-bye.